Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. This is episode number 178, and we kick things off with a little surprise visit from somebody that both Ricks and I know who came to Los Angeles, who did not tell me that they were in town until the day of, and a couple hours before they wanted to hang out. Then we talk a little bit about, well, not we, well, a little bit of we, but Ricks actually turns the conversation as to just, I guess you can call it people's ecosystems and perceived realities, how we are living in completely different realms when it comes to the way that we think of things. And the reality when it comes down to it, what is the holiday season without family? And that is where I come into play and talking a little bit, uh, I apologize to my family members for what I'm about to say in the, the upcoming episode, but it feels like a lot of us are dealing with these same sort of struggles and frustrations However, we round it all out, we bring it all together, we tie it in a nice little bow and go forward with the Christmas spirit, the thing that ideally we should all be focused on. So we welcome you into episode number 178 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> recorded i'm not gonna guess who that is so you can tell me bro neil no no in la yeah he uh (sighs) he texted me like an hour within an hour maybe after we had recorded i saw his instagram story and i'm like long beach long beach california and then that was the day before. And then after we recorded, he's like, hey, dude, I'm in Long Beach. What are you up to? <laughs> I'm like, bro, well, I'm just hanging in Hollywood. I'm definitely not driving to Long Beach, so you can come up here if you want to hang out or something. He's like, all right, I'll be there in a few hours. Lo and behold, he was out and about doing something, hanging out with one of his friends. And they come up Thursday Thursday evening, it's like 5 o'clock, but it feels late at night because it's dark so early, and I saw him. He was in this apartment. Neil was in my apartment. What? I know. My, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to process all this right now. There, there is like an, there, there is this existential flood of emotions that are coming through me right now. What, like, can you, can you, like, <laughs> fuck, what? I mean, like, seriously? No, dude. Of all just... of all times and places for him to say, by the way, I'm here, and you didn't like he didn't tell you, right? It was it was you. No, saying, he didn't yeah. tell me anything. Like he didn't nothing. Like hey, I plan on going to L. Like the day of. Wow. He's like L. Oh, wow. You know what's up? So so our our dearest friend from high school decided to make a, a journey out to the east coast or west coast for uh, for some random reason. Well, last time. Uh, he was here. I didn't see him last time he was here, which I can't remember when. Oh, it was shortly. It was before the pandemic, I think. It was like in February. Because I remember, he, again, he was like, Joe, I'm in Long Beach. Come out. I'm like, dude, I'm not driving to Long Beach. Absolutely not. I don't drive south of Wilshire. Hell no. And so 
I told him come to Hollywood, and he's like, oh, I, you know, you want to meet downtown? I'm like, no, dude, I'm not going downtown either, bro. I'm not going downtown either. Come to Hollywood. I'm not doing any traveling. <laughs> and uh, he, and then he's like, okay, I'm downtown because I want to see like the Kobe Memorial, and then I'll hit you up. But of course, like he never did, or he like couldn't, which I expected. I was like, whatever. Um, and so this time around, I was like, all right, we'll see if he actually comes up. And so he comes up uh, with one of his friends, and I guess, it, dude, this is so. I, this is so. Uh, I don't even know how to describe this. So. Uh, they come over, and we're just hanging in my apartment, and... Who who was with him? I, it was... It was... Uh, I think she used to work with him in Chicago. Yeah. and But she... One of his... I think it was one of his old co-workers, who now lives in Long Beach, who maybe worked with him in Chicago. But get this, bro. So, they come over, and, like, Neil does something like go to the bathroom or like go back out to the car or whatever and so i just make small talk with this friend and she's telling me how uh she's like yeah uh it's crazy like this you know this person shouted me out on instagram and so i've gotten like you know a thousand new followers in the last few days i'm just trying to catch up with with direct messages and it's like it's crazy i'm spending all my time on my phone like trying to you know just respond to people's comments and everything, you know, pretty exciting or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. That's cool. Just, she's telling me about that and everything. I'm like, all right. And, you know, red flag number one was, like, she said something like, oh, I'm really passionate about, like, reality TV shows. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Oh, no. Well, if that, you know, it's that even, can you even be passionate about that? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yes, no, that That's, is, yes, that is actually a right? thing. Right, so... Yeah. Okay, I guess. Like, that's a pretty strong word to use. I'm passionate about reality TV shows. I can understand if you say, I really like reality TV shows. My guilty pleasure is reality TV shows. I have a life, but every now and then I binge watch reality TV shows. I consume reality TV shows in, you know, appropriate portions. But... She's telling me, like, oh, I'm passionate about reality TV. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm making conversation with her. And then I notice, like, she's – and then Neil comes back, and she's talking a little bit more still. Like, the three of us are talking. And then I'm talking to Neil, and she's on her phone. And I'm talking to Neil, and she's on her phone. I'm like, whatever. I don't care because I don't know her, and I haven't seen Neil since last year, so we're just catching up and everything. And – uh I notice I'm like this is weird because she has not gotten off of her phone, right? Like she's still on the phone, and so somehow you come up and oh yeah, you come up in conversation because I say something like, "Oh, Rick's is never going to believe this," and I turn to her and I say something like, "Oh, has Neil ever told you about our friend Rick's from high school?" And she's like laughing at her phone or whatever, and like, and I'm, I'm like, wait, did she hear what I said? But she has her headphones in, so she's like completely tuned out. And I'm just thinking, like, I again, 
I don't care. You know, I prefer actually that she just is glued to her phone because I'm just trying to catch up with Neil, you know, and I'm pretty particular about my time and, and whatnot. And so I look at her and she's not responding. She's like glued to the phone. And I look at Neil and he like rolls his eyes like, dude, just don't worry about her. Like just whatever. It's fine. We'll just catch up. And I thought it was very odd because if you're a guest in someone's home, I mean, it's weird because it's like, are you a child? Like that's something that someone would do with a child, like give them a phone or a coloring book to keep them occupied, to keep them from complaining. Because regardless of what it is that you're doing, if if you're in somebody else's home, I would think that you would be forthright and trying to be cordial and get to know them and hang out. And it was just very odd that she was just glued to the phone and completely tuned out everything else. It was very strange. And, uh, and then, like, Neil and I go for a walk. Or before that, he's like, hey, Vic, let's go for a walk. Um... You know, hey, so, do you want such a Neil thing? Yes, yeah. Like, do you do you want to? Uh, she's like, do you want to come come walk with us? You want to kick it here? And I'm thinking, please, just stay in my apartment while Neil and I go for a walk. And she's like, no, I'm gonna kick it here. I'm like, all right, good. So then Neil and I walk around around Hollywood Boulevard and everything. But it was it was one of those situations where it was like, Neil, I'm really I'm really happy to have seen you. I would have preferred that you just left your friend somewhere else, or if I knew that this was going to be the scenario, I would have just preferred to see you whenever I see you next. Because it was just weird. Like, it was just like, why are you in my, like, just get, leave. Go in the hallway, or like, just stay in the car. Like, what? It was just very odd. Did, it was very odd. Did, was she living there, or was it, did he bring her along? In in the way that he's done before with uh, many of his no, paramours. he lives in Long Beach. He was staying with her, and I knew, dude. It's funny because <sighs> he's like, "Hey, I'll come up." You know, he, he's like, "I'm with a friend. She's running errands, but I can I can be up there in you know a few hours." So I'm like, "Okay," and I know right off the bat, I'm like, "Dude, he's bringing like a fr- he, like." It's not one of those situations where, hey, can I bring my friend? He's making it sound like it's just going to be him. (laughs) And me, like, bro, like, I'm at that point now where, like, I'm willing to, like, I'm not saying yes to everything. I almost told him no because, dude, I'm out here doing my own thing. I have other shit to do. I need to, like, catch up on a bunch of of things. I need, need to go out and do deliveries to make money. I, like there's a ton of stuff I need to do, and I almost told I almost told him no I can't meet up. I almost told him no I can't meet up because I have fucking priorities now to get done. And for someone to just say oh by the way I'm in town like dude give me a fucking heads up, give me a heads up so I can plan my week because if I did if I was if I was working for somebody it would have been a hard no. But because I'm like self-employed i can pick and choose when i want to work but that doesn't mean that i don't answer to anybody i have to answer to myself i still have to work and i already didn't work last week like monday tuesday and half a wednesday or maybe all of wednesday i don't know i planned on it but then i never did so if it was a regular job no biggie whatever can't hang i have to go to work but i made an exception 
because it was Neil, you know, even though I have a ton of shit to do, and then, like, this happens. I'm like, bro, like, this is not what I had in mind. This was unexpected, but at the same time, I know better. So I'm not surprised. So, so what, what's your, what was your, like, um, obviously you guys, you guys did go on a walk, right? By yourselves? Yeah, for like 20, 30 minutes. That was it. And in the moment when Neil showed up to your house, I'm kind of curious as to when you opened the door and <laughs> saw that he was in fact. No, I knew, he told me, he told me, I mean, in my head, I know, I'm like, dude, he does. I know that he's bringing someone and not saying it until last minute. And then he told me, like, hey, we're on our way. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I knew there was there was confirmation. That there would be before, more, more than just Neil showing up, right? What's that? That there was more than just Neil showing up. Well, because I also knew, too, that, like, he's not going to take an Uber and he's, he doesn't have a rental car. I kind of knew that he was visiting somebody. Like, I put it together, but uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, just like when you say, hey, you're on speakerphone. You say, hey, as soon as possible, I'm with someone. Is it cool if I bring with them? Absolutely. But it's just it, – it's, it's weird because you know that – I mean, I'm not saying that he does this all the time or there's anything, you know – upsetting about about it but you know that there are people who have who have these this characteristic where they have this pattern where they leave they don't tell you something last minute until last minute because for whatever reason i don't know what their you know modus operandi is but for some reason in their head they feel the need to hide information until the very last minute because <laughs> if for whatever reason if they if they display that information you might say no or you might try and alter the plans when in reality you just spill the fucking beans okay cool it's on the table all right got it all right moving forward good to go and like the recipient doesn't think anything about it but the person who has that information is always you know it feels like finagling, kind of. Well, and I feel like too. Even if uh, Neil had said that he was bringing over somebody, you probably you probably would not have um, disallowed another person from entering into your apartment. It would have been nice. No. It would have been nice for you fine. to know ahead of time. That's kind of the yeah. yeah that I I feel that man. I feel that the whole way. Yeah. But I yeah I would have been like fine. But it was just it was just a very like surreal it was just like what is going what is happening right now what who is this why what like (laughs) the just i don't want to hang with people who aren't real people who aren't genuine you know and it's just some thought that's along for the ride you know what i'm saying so the question is then was there anything about her uh, existence within your periphery of the world that you live in that was that that you could get something from like was it was there anything positive that came out of her her presence um no, as a... there wasn't anything positive oh, man anything... I, I was going for the whole like like motivational like well we can make the no. best of situations all right fine whatever no all right not okay. it was just like what am i doing <laughs> i should be out luckily though I hustled real hard over the weekend. 
because I need I knew I needed to regardless of Thursday, and so I made more money than I thought. But it was still like I mean I didn't want to. I mean I never. No one wants to go to work. You know what I'm saying? No one fucking wants to work. But. I was in that mode, like, all right, Thursday, I'm going to go, like, let's get this done, Victor. You know, deliveries pick up near the end of the week. And so, yeah, I'll oblige and host somebody and hang out with someone, even though I would prefer to, you know, work on myself and grind it out. So it was just, was my time wasted? No, because I got to see Neil. But it was one of those, like, you know what? I guess you could say, was there something positive out of this? Yeah, listen to intuition. <laughs> uh, and to answer your question, going back about, you know, what is my passion? I mean, aside from why I came out to L.A., one of the things that I recently thought of was uh, was educating people, lifting the veil over their eyes and helping people see the world how it really is and – like trying to lift people up as well. Because I like that feeling, you know? Like if I'm going to the top, I'm taking everyone that I that I can possibly think of who works hard and has helped me all along, along the way, I, I want to spread that, you know? But then also real quick about the recent news about the, how the Senate passed the stimulus bill and fucking $600 checks. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? It's crazy. Seriously? 600 Really? Really? I completely agree. 100%. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Absolutely. 100%. There's this dude that I follow on Instagram who is a Marine, who was a veteran, and he was a Marine, and he posts a lot of stuff that's like, fitness oriented type of stuff but also i mean obviously because he's a veteran he's very you know pro-american and he and and stuff like that and he posted this thing this morning about the stimulus plan and he's he, he pretty much said like this is an absolute embarrassment he lists there is you know hundreds of millions of dollars that's going to other countries for whatever for various reasons, right? And other things. And then he has like the six hundred dollar American and he and he says in the caption, passing this is basically like taking a massive hot steamy shit on the American people's faces. All the small business and families who have been absolutely devastated by being forced to close, you know, should be outraged by this. What's going on? Uh and then pretty much at the bottom, he says, you know, don't watch the news to get your news. It's completely compromised by lobbyists. You know, you need to do the research yourself for the most part. And I saw that. that was I saw that post first thing this morning. I was like, bro, thank goodness, because that's what I'm all about. Fucking people walking around like sheep, just taking anything that is thrown at them as factual information that is 100% truth. When in reality, it is the tip of the iceberg as to what is really going on. It is half-truths 24-7 on all the major networks, and there is, you know, little to none authenticity behind information that is being pushed out for people to consume. People are so absorbed in their own worlds that it becomes – it 
it it feels like it becomes impossible to reach people outside of a certain ecosystem that they're part of, right? You are somebody who actually cares about the the macro picture that is this all going to benefit us? Like, obviously, you care about it benefiting you, but at the same time, you care that what happens is for the benefit of those around you because you know that a rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing, right? Right. So uh, I had, oh man, this is, uh, it's still, it's still super raw, by the way. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to try and be as kind of measured as I can. I had a conversation with one of my former colleagues from uh, BSF back when I was working in Minneapolis and she ended up getting let it go about, she was the, the secretary for the, the company, the uh, particular place that we worked at. She was let go about three months ago. Haven't talked to her since. Talked to her last night. And it was, it was um, for lack of a better term, it was a mindfuck um, talking to her. Because um, I, I love all people, right? And people who I work with, you get to know, you get to, to love their spirit. And you recognize them as a, as a human being deserving of the love and compassion of God, right? Um, and she, she starts out the conversation with uh, talking about how the election was stolen, that she, for the first time, for the first time in her life, she has engaged in politics, went out knocking on doors, got a photo of her with uh, Eric Trump. Um, and she texted me to that after the, the conversation we finished uh, the phone call. And she was saying, you know, it, it's it's horrible how the election was stolen and it makes me so mad and I'm, I'm feeling so much anxiety. And we have this representative up in uh, uh, Minnesota, uh, this... Ilhan Omar, who's a, a jihadist terrorist who should never be allowed to serve in Congress kind of thing. And this whole time I'm thinking to myself, wow, holy cow. I mean, you know, when I when I knew her back when we worked at the the company, um, it was like, oh, you know, it she was kind of tempered by the environment around her. Now she's just totally unrestrained. And the hatred and the anger that just came out of that. It's like, man, oh man, I, I don't I like I don't know what to do with something like that. I it's just it's um I don't know. I mean I I, I think about what you say when it comes to Neil inviting unexpected guests over to your place. And I, I think about the conversation that I had. It's like, wow, you know, there are cer certain things that we don't really anticipate. And when we encounter them, wh like, what do we do? I didn't know what to do with that. I did not know what to do with that. And so I listened. I didn't I didn't try to push back and said, you're wrong. Wasn't my place. Um, I, I, but I felt dirty after after that whole situation <laughs> and i i don't know i don't know i don't know where you find yourself in a situation like that it was it was like it was so it was so weird it was so surreal it was so out of the blue where in a moment you can't 
necessarily know the best way to spawn now that I've been thinking about it for like 24 hours like oh this might might have been a good way to engage with that or something like that I'm sure you would have had a good way to engage with Neil and his unexpected guest as well but I just I don't know man I I was like wow this just this this whole conversation just makes me feel less pure than I was before I started it so I don't know <laughs> I mean, my style, if, if, if I was on the other end of that conversation, you know, if I was you, my kind of, you know, thing would be like, be very blunt and forward. Like, you're a fucking moron. And then leave it at that. With, with, and with somebody that you love, though. I mean, like, say, oh, say, you, okay. you say, say you said it to your parents, right? You're a fucking moron, right? You wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it to my parents. And my parents aren't that small. They're not small-minded. To begin with, so that would never happen. That's my point, but I though. Understand what you're yeah. Like if it's a family, if it's a family member, someone I love, an aunt or uncle or whatever, yeah, you know, you kind of just have to let them say their thing and then realize afterwards, you know, if you if you if it makes you feel, you know, you know, any less than if you if you leave if you hang up the phone feeling dirty, like you said, it's probably a sign that yeah, you know. You keep them in your thoughts and prayers, but you know, uh, correspondence with that individual for the foreseeable future for prob- should probably be, be held uh, at bay. But at the same time, right? How can you reach people who are fundamentally opposite with you, who already you're connected to in some form or another? Right? We we share this this person who I worked with. We share a bond, and I will, despite her her prejudice and. Um, total racism and anti-Semitism, et cetera, et cetera. Like, she's still a human being who I've worked with and who has good things to offer, right? Um, but at the same time, it's like, where where do I try to push back? I don't know. I mean, I, I it, it's hard. It it's something that really bothers me. Um, because you you seem to be really uh, better than me anyway at just allowing it to just. I mean I don't go. know I've I've thought about it a lot lately like the last several weeks. Dude, I don't care if you know, so, someone could be one of my best friends. If they are holding me back in any way, I'm cutting them loose. I don't fucking care to communicate or correspond with you. Like I still love you. I still hope all the all is the all the best for somebody. But like, dude, if you if you try and drag me down in any way, even if that's unconscious, unconsciously done, like, dude, no, I've got too much shit to worry about and too much that I want to accomplish to entertain bullshit. The question becomes, though, where is your obligation as a as a person to try and like bridge that divide? And what is what is just, you know what is going to happen is going to happen. Where do you find your, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, obligation is probably the best, best word. I don't know. I, I as a, as a Christian, I, <laughs> as a, as a, uh, fully, fully embraced, uh, Catholic who <laughs> feels that guilt now. Right. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, what I've also thought about, too, is, I mean, obviously you wouldn't just 
cut someone loose. You know, you have a conversation say like, hey, this is the direction I'm taking my life. You're either on the bus or you're not. And it wouldn't be so blunt, but let them know, you know, hey, these are my thoughts and feelings about the current situation. You know, this is why I feel like this. I need you to understand that I need space or I can't have you talking or behaving like this around me. And it's like it's a form of love. Like, why would I want to waste my time with somebody who does not make me feel good when I'm with them or when I'm with them, it feels like a burden because at the end of the day, that person has to figure their own shit out, you know? So, uh, so what's your, what's your Christmas plans, uh, look like doing a 90 degree turn? Uh, I actually don't really have any, I mean, to be honest, bro, uh, here's another example, (laughs) kind of going back. Uh, so I, uh, was invited to go to a friend's, uh, apartment for Christmas because they're also not going back home. And so, you know, I had gotten uh, some Christmas gifts for them that I ordered that they should be arriving tomorrow and everything. And, yeah, I want to hang out. You know, I want to hang out. I want to work on myself more. So I got the Christmas gifts. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to go over there because I don't have – I'm at a point right now, and I've thought about this late again lately, like – I don't know if I really am in I don't know if I want to be hanging out with anybody right now. I am just so focused on like a few things to knock shit out like I'm at that point where it's like, you know what? I feel like just disappearing for 3 to 6 months and then coming back on the grid. No shit. And hitting people up. Shit's not going to, you know, even with the vaccine, I mean, what's the likelihood that comedy clubs and bars are going to open up in February or March? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got invited to go over there. What's going to happen? Drink, watch a movie. I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm not going to be working on the things that I want to be working on. That's what's going to happen. It will be fun to hang out. It would be fun to have a couple of drinks. It would be fun to open Christmas presents. It would be fun to watch a movie. But, dude, in the back of my head, all I'm going to be thinking about is working on trading, working on my monologue, building my website. You know, editing a podcast episode, cleaning my apartment, going for like doing just things for me. Mm. And so that's where I'm at. So, so, so it has basically nothing to do with COVID. It's just, it's where you are at, at this, this point. Uh, correct. Oh, I, I envy you, my dear friend, because um, that that is something that I know with our family right now. There's this this huge thing, which I've gotten I don't want to say I've gotten yelled at over, but I have uh, been in the minority when it comes to uh, a family gathering. We're not doing our typical thing where we go to my aunt and uncle's for Christmas and, and do that. However, uh, my sister's boyfriend didn't go up to Michigan this Christmas to spend time with family, and so he's oh, right. coming yeah. over, 
and it is this huge, oh my god, I can't even describe the amount of tension that is in our household right now when it comes to, you shouldn't do this. This is, this is the worst thing ever. You can't, you can't, like, no, no, so, no, 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 let me no, ask no, you no, what no, 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 so no, 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 did, was your sister, did your sister say, like, hey, what do you guys think about having my boyfriend come over and it was kind of like oh like a maybe i don't know COVID, uh, like an uncertainty thing and then all of a sudden shit it's december 22nd this is actually happening or was it just like a oh by the way so and so is like how did this how did this coalesce it was it was you know, it was it was more the latter where she said okay. oh he's not going to michigan so he's coming over for christmas got it and that's Otherwise, I'm not coming for Christmas kind of thing. And so now we're doing all the whole, like, figuring out the mask thing and doing all this because my mother is super concerned about all of that and wants to eat outside during Christmas Day out in Chicago during Christmas Day. Go out to the gazebo, eat, uh, and then go back in, and we'll all wear masks inside. I just... I mean, like, I feel... and, And I'm the one who's looked at like I'm crazy, when I'm like, this is insane. This It feels crazy to me. It's like, no, you're the one who's crazy. And so it's it's this weird, you know, circumstance. I, I've let it go, you know. It, I, I, I have my certain emotions and feelings and stuff like that, but I can kind of put those in the back seat. But at the same time, I think to myself, fuck, this is... It, it's so just... Oh, it, it's... I feel... It, it's one of those things where it's like, if only you could open your eyes and kind of see reality. I feel like you tell me that so often, where it's just like, <laughs> open your eyes and see the objective reality. And the yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say anything more than that. I just, I I feel extreme frustration when it comes to dealing with my, my family, um, when it comes to something like that where i if i was my sister no i would not bring my boyfriend and i myself because she and both him have had gatherings with other people in the past week and so fuck if we know like i personally wouldn't do that but i trust her to make the best choice apparently i'm in the minority and i don't know what to make of that because it feels like i i'm the insane one what's like do you trust somebody who has made good decisions over the course of the past decade? Or do you trust the anxiety and frustration and like potential bad stuff that's going to happen? And I don't know. I, I feel like my family leans, leans on the ladder. Let me tell you something that might make, make you feel a little bit better. (laughs) Go for it. Yeah. Try it. Just because there is an, in any situation, you know, and you can apply this to the family level, you can apply this to a community level, you can apply this to, you know, the national or the global level. Just because a majority of the people think one way does not mean they are correct. For example, imagine there's a bear and this bear is, you know, sleeping or having a bad day. And someone comes along and starts petting the bear or starts talking to the bear and says, you know, actually, you know, 
excuse me, I'm, you know, I'm trying, I've, I've had a bad day. I'm trying to take a nap. I would prefer if you left me alone. Oh, but why are you having a bad day? She's still trying to pet the bear. It's like, no, no, hang on. No, I just, you know, I'm very irritable right now. I'm upset. I just want to be left alone and I need to take a, you know, nap. I just want to be left alone. And they keep poking. They keep poking and poking. And the bear gets so irritated. He says, listen, I'm trying to communicate to you that I wish to be left alone. You know, come back tomorrow. I'm so irritated right now that if you if you do this again, I will maul you and I will most likely kill you. If you continue to do this, I am telling you, I'm asking you to leave me alone. I am telling you what is going to happen if you continue this behavior. You know, A plus B will lead to C. This is a fact. Please leave me alone. But the motherfucker keeps going at it. And so what happens? The bear mauls this motherfucker. Right? Who's wrong? I'm gonna, and I'm going to continue with this, right? So this is rhetorical. Who's, who's in the wrong? Is it the person or is it the bear? Person or bear? Because parameters were established, but that person did not abide by those parameters and suffered the consequences that were clearly laid out after multiple attempts, you know, to communicate, don't let this happen to you. So the person then goes back to the village and says, guys, there's a, you know, there's a killer bear out in the woods. He, he tried to kill me. We need to go. We need to go kill him. And so all the townspeople get together. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And they grab their torches and pitchforks just like in, uh, in Beauty and the Beast, right? Just like in Beauty and the Beast, bro. And they go, and they go in the forest and they search for the bear. And the bear hears them and he tries to run away. He says, no, leave me alone. Leave me alone. A few people catch up to him. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. He mauls a couple of them. He buys himself some more time. And they track him down. And then they, you know, they kill him or leave him for dead. All of that was completely unnecessary. All of that completely unnecessary. But the village, you know, or maybe they they capture him, right? Let's say they capture him. And they put the bear on trial. And he is found guilty. And so, you know, this is, this is back in the day. So they behead him or they hang him. You know what I'm saying? They do something. Or maybe th- whatever the case is. 99% of the people say the bear is wrong. He is found guilty. Who is wrong, though, dude? The dumb motherfuckers that don't know how to listen. Now that's a little bit different than your family situation with you know, the boyfriend coming say, over. Not right? not totally analogous, but slightly, yes, yeah. That's a slightly skewed uh, analogy. Yes, yeah. But that's how I feel sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't understand, you know, or or let's you know take this to a more realist level. You're out getting coffee. And someone tries to strike up a conversation with you and you say the same thing, I'm having a bad day, please don't, you know, whatever. And they just keep going at it. And then all of a sudden you freak the fuck out and you go off on them. And everybody in the coffee shop is looking at you. And then they're like, hey, don't be such an asshole. And you're like, I'm not being an asshole. 
Like, I'm just trying to tell her not, I'm just trying to go, and then they call the police. We have a customer here that is just completely out of control. You need to come over here. They're completely out of control. It's like, I'm not fucking out of control. Like, and then the police come, right? And then one thing leads to another, and all of a sudden this guy is getting arrested, right? Like, people don't fucking listen or respect boundaries. And, and, and I've, everyone is guilty. I'm guilty. I can think of things in my life, and so you try and learn from them. But there are people or there are groups that just don't get the fucking message and continue to be uh, a hindrance and continue to be a source of toxicity for other individuals or those around them because of their negligence and stupidity. I agree. I, I think that 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 is that is so that is so accurate. But I feel like you are providing ammunition to my family when it comes to people not listening to boundaries. Where it's like the boundaries no, that not, they again, want. This is... Yes. No. I know. I, here's the fun part too: is that it, it's a dual thing, right? On one hand, I feel like my family is on that side of. Why are you acting like a fucking moron coming to Christmas with your boyfriend and yourself who had just had multiple gatherings with social people, potential exposure to viruses, people who work in the healthcare industry, Hitting stuff like up that. the gym, like, going to work at. <laughs> do all that stuff. Like, why are you doing that? On the other hand, there's that component of, uh, for me personally, I'm like, do, do I, do I trust my sister because I know her as somebody who actually cares about other people and wants like, she she doesn't make decisions lightly, I would think. Sometimes they're kind of off-kilter, but at the same time, it's always done with goodwill. And for her, something like this in the midst of a pandemic, uh, she is not somebody who's going to be kind of lightly saying, oh, let me do this, that, or the other thing, uh, especially coming over to a family where we have multiple people who have... Um, you know, uh, higher risk category, stuff like that. So there, there's that tension between both the trust of somebody who I love and who, you know, I, I trust her to make the best decision that she's going to make. And on the other hand, this kind of, uh, weirdness of, well, okay. Uh, it doesn't make any sense why you would be, exposing the rest of us to risk stuff like that so it's like i trust her for safety but also am kind of bewildered by the fact that there's multiple people who are going to be a part of this like why just why do that but at the same time i trust her and so i i feel torn it's like this back and forth thing and we got we we had this whole family thing last night where it was just this this huge kind of um my mom was was very upset with me how how I was uh, defending her and and got got very kind of impassioned where I trust her I trust her it's like it's not about trusting her it's 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 about the reality of the situation kind of thing and I I don't know I mean I feel like a lot of us are kind of in that place right now so so yeah um, this is gonna be a merry Christmas season uh, is there is there any uh, stuff in L A where you're living right now that's like um, a Christmas staple, anything, or is it just light, uh, like lights? So the mall, the all—I mean, all of the the malls, 
just look absolutely immaculate. Wow. Absolutely beautiful with Christmas decor. Really? Yeah. But as far as, I mean, also, I haven't, I mean, because growing up in, when you grow up somewhere and you or you've lived somewhere for very long, you know what the things are that people do. But I've only been here for two years, and also everything shut down. So as far as like communal traditions or things to go and do around Christmas time, I don't really know. And again, I don't really care because it's doesn't feel like Christmas. But for example, you know, when I was living in Indianapolis, or I think they might do this in the Chicago suburbs too how they there was a neighborhood where you can dial in on a radio station and the music to that local radio station or the the Christmas lights in a particular neighborhood turn on and off in synchronization with the music that's on the local radio station. I've heard of that. Or yeah. like how around here too or I mean around here, I'm thinking of Glen Ellen. Um you know, ice skating and uh and I don't know if they ever did anything at, like, Cosley Farm or, you know, certain things here and there. But around here, I don't really know of anything. And I just see lights set up. But does does not feel like Christmas. No. It, but that's because this is coming from someone who grew up in the Midwest, right? So somebody who maybe grew up in a warmer climate, like somewhere in the south, maybe it feels like Christmas to them because for them – to, for it to feel like Christmas just means, you know, 65 degrees and a Christmas tree. Whereas in the Midwest, you know, you got the cooler weather, you got the snow, you got see, see people ice skating. There's a scent of pine, you know, in everybody's home, you know, with candles, the pine cones, the tree. Every There's an overwhelming sense of pine everywhere you everywhere. go. Everywhere. Right? Yes. And you also, with the... With the you associate still Christmas with the with the actual cold weather, you know the tenacity of the cold weather weather mixed in with it getting dark so soon. Whereas like here, yeah, it's like cooler for me, you know, and it gets dark early, but there's a lack of snow and a lack of true cold weather, so it doesn't bother me. I just don't feel the Christmas spirit. So, uh, I will say, by the way, this is the first year that I think my family has gone all out on, uh, like, Christmas lights. I, I, I mean, I don't know if that's a big thing out on the West Coast. The people hang lights up, um, whether it's for the Christmas season or year-round. I've seen, I've seen images of West Coast, like, communities that just leave their lights up year-round, but I don't know what the whole dynamic is in LA if they if they string up lights if there's if there's trees if there's you know anything I mean else. there's some stuff but I mean a lot everyone gets a christmas tree and there's some lights but like it's, like real it's not real like real christmas trees or yes, fake real christmas trees no shit yeah, real really yeah oh yeah. that actually so surprises there's that, me but oh, as yeah. far as hmm. but the the amount of people that put lights up I is definitely less than the chicago Land area. Okay, what I've seen. Because th- you know? this year, uh, my family uh, and and myself too. I was I was part of this collaboration uh, of the the cabal of Christmas that we ended up uh, decorating. Not just the we have we have like this reindeer setup 
uh, out in the front yard that we ended up decorating in lights, but also a bush out front that wrapped around probably about 40 yards of light, as well as the gazebo in the back, we decorated with uh, multicolored lights. It is, like, bro... It is the most gorgeous, beautiful thing. It feels so serene. It it also doesn't really feel like Christmas. It just feels like a like a celebration of lights. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It it it's kind of one of those fun things where we've never done that before, but we had the opportunity. I was willing to do that. I was willing to like do the the manual labor of getting all of that set up. And it it looks beautiful. And at the same time, it also doesn't really feel like Christmas. It just feels like, oh, this is fun. This is, you know. <laughs> it, you guys have snow? No! Right no! Yeah. No snow in the Midwest, my friend. No. Have you guys had a big snowfall yet? Just a dusting. Just a, a, wee, a wee bit of snow. And that's about it. And we're, we're probably not going to be looking at any snow until January at the earliest. Wow. I know. I know. It's warm, it's too. Here, it's like the, 40 degrees. What? It's warm. <laughs> well, some of the, um, I mean, there's like some of the decor that are in restaurants and stuff. I stop for them. I'm like, do they even know what ice skating is? Because some of the decor you see like people, it's a decoration of, you know, an elf ice skating or a snowman. And I'm just like. It's so weird, but you guys don't have snowmen or ice skating. What's what? It's uh, it's just so strange to me to put up a decoration that is non-existent in your area. <laughs> right. It's just very strange. It's so it's weird. Strange. Yeah, I know. Well, it's and and it's weird too here, not having any snow at all, and probably not going to have any snow after the new year just like wow this is this is unusual at the same time you're you're like oh this is normal now in LA live it learn it (sighs) do you have anything else I don't I mean I have one small thing but it's not it's very minuscule but I can save it for next time all right I'm I'm good (laughs) cool man what is that? Episode number 178 in the books. In the books. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>